Okay. All right. I'm about to cough on all you bitches. Uh-huh. Think you can do this to me? <laughs> you think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers been dirty, dicking, and raw dogging bitches for decades. Should have been quarantined. Coronavirus, nigga? 23 out of 24 you niggas is infected. My chest hurt when I sneeze. You niggas got guns like bullets to stop germs. It's Corona, nigga. That Rona. Have you even been tested? Yeah. Y'all better walk away. Y'all some infected ass niggas too. They need to burn this motherfucker down. And Idris Elba ain't give shit to me. Yo, what up everybody, this your boy, Kev Sugar Bear Carter, coming to you with another episode of What the Hell Is He Talking About? And yes, what the hell am I talking about today is the ladies. You know, my show is for the ladies, about the ladies, and the gentlemen. We'll talk about the gentlemen, and I'll, I'll infuse them into the show on occasion, but my job is to get the ladies to understand men a little bit better especially in your 40s into your 50s and beyond whether you married in a relationship you're dating and all that other good stuff i'm here to let you know what's going on in the minds of a man that is in his 40s not saying i speak for every individual man but because i've been there done that got the t-shirt some souvenirs and all that other good stuff I'm qualified to talk about it. Yes, I've been married, divorced, been the player, been all of that good stuff. But when you learn, karma karma grabs you by the throat, chokes you out. You recognize that, you know, things need to change. And I'm here to let you know what those changes are, how those changes affected me and all that good stuff, all that other good stuff. But I'll do it in the form of me educating you ladies on what time it is, what we look for, and the things we don't look for. You know, now, yes, this podcast is catered towards the black man and the black woman and everybody else in between. If y'all feel it, if y'all fit in and y'all feeling what I'm saying, you know, that's great. But it's definitely is dedicated toward that black couple. You feel me? All right, let's get this started. So check this out. Ladies, there's some things that, you know, throughout my dating uh, history and all that other good stuff that I found uh, that either drove me nuts that, you know, it drove me nuts or it was something that, you know, if you only knew what you were doing, you would change it. Now, I don't expect to change none of you ladies out there. The way y'all function is the way y'all function. And if y'all function a certain way and your results are always negative, maybe you do need to change. And maybe I'm about to drop some stuff that's going to help you do that. All right. And I'm pretty much the low key type of guy when I was dating. I didn't have too many uh, things or requirements that I had or whatever the case may be. But if I was dating and I was looking for a mate, meaning somebody just more than just dating. Because when you're dating, you don't care what a person does. You know, at least I didn't. When I was dating, I didn't care if you how you dress, what you did when you was, uh, you know, on your own or whatever the case may be. But when it came down to me looking for the future, the one I want to be with forever, if that ever, you know, was to happen... I look for certain things. I wanted certain things when I was just wanting to sow, sow the Royal Oats. I didn't care what you was doing. And a lot of guys don't care what you're doing either. If they're out for one thing, if they just want to smash and dash, they only look, they're not looking for, 
you know, those qualities that you possess or those things that you do that is going to keep him. You know, he's just looking for a smashing death so he can care less what you're doing. So what I'm getting ready to drop are some of the things that I've noticed that's going to keep a lot of you women single. And you may be upset or get on the offensive or whatever the case may be, or the defensive. And that's your prerogative. But I'm just going to tell you what my boys talk about, what me and the fellas talk about, and all that other good stuff. So I'm about to drop one right now. All right? Check this out. So, ladies, how you present yourself makes a world of difference. Your attitude what you wear, how you talk, you know, how you present yourself just in general, overall, will make and break who you are. Now, I know we all come from different backgrounds, you know, middle class, lower class, upper class, whatever the case may be, you're taught to do certain things. Some of you didn't have the privilege of being taught anything. So a lot of you women out there just, you know, winging it and in your winging it, you're running into the same type of guys all the time. Now, for you women who are in your 40s and beyond, if you still looking for that thug guy, you're going to get that thug guy, you know, and that thug guy. A lot of times those thug guys don't have what it takes to be. um long term meaning if they're thugging it and stuff like that selling dope all that other good stuff on the negative side of things that guy what there's no future in that i mean yeah you can have a long relationship with a thug and stuff like that if you like that in and out of jail stuff and you know not knowing when he's going to get out and you know if he's on the street not know if it's somebody you know after him or whatever the case may be you can have that lifestyle if you want if that's what you choose, that's what you choose. But ladies, I'm here to tell you, if you want something better, you need to seek better. You need to want better. You need to present yourself better. So if you like that thug, that's fine. Go on. But if you want something better, you mean, meaning you want a guy that's about, you know, family, building, you know, he's working, he's honest, he's, you know, doing his part in that family dynamic, in that in that family dynamic that you wish for, that you long for. If you're looking for that, that's what you will get. But you have to put yourself in a position. You can't be looking for that guy, but presenting yourself to be attracted to that guy. But the way you're dressed, you're going to attract that thug. You're going to attract the guys that you're used to or that you used to want to be a you know, want those guys to be attracted to you. You want something different. You need to do different. You need to apply yourself different. You need to dress dress differently. You need to talk differently. You know, what you wear comes across big time when it comes to guys who's looking for somebody to settle down. If you constantly got to be wearing tight stuff and fake this and fake that long ass eyelashes looking like Mickey, Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse too. And you got to have makeup caked on and you got to have blue hair, pink hair, green hair, whatever the case may be in your 40s. I'm telling you right now, you probably need to grow up. If you feel like you have to wear weave all the time, I mean, whatever happened to black women taking care of their natural stuff? So when women were really powerful, their power came through their their, the way they carry themselves, the way they dress, the way they walk, the way they talk, their hair spoke volumes. You know, back in the 60s and 70s when that afro was, it spoke volumes. Perms weren't the thing. You may, you may have worn a perm or whatever the case may be, but it was still your hair. But when you carried natural, you had this sense of, uh, you know, roughness, toughness, even you, though you were submissive, you still was that woman that when a woman looked to look up to when a woman when a man looked to you, it was strength. But y'all gone away from that. Y'all got that much hair. I hope you heard the snap. Y'all got that much hair, and y'all want to weave it up. 
You know what I'm saying? Do your natural hair some justice. All you got to do is take care of it. Afro Sheen, Ultra Sheen, those products was, you know, bomb back in the 70s. And they're back. Afro Sheen is back. So you can always get that moisturizer and, you know, conditioner, the berries and juices, and do something with your hair. Present yourself better. Because I hate weave, to be honest. Now, if you wear extensions, the braids, you're going on vacation and you don't want to do nothing, you want to wear some weed, some, some, uh, some uh, braid extensions, that's fine. But if you always weaving your hair up $300 a pop and it only lasts for a little while and you spending that much money on your hair, even if you can afford to do it, I think it's crazy because it's fake. You don't want nobody touching it. You know, who wants to be in a relationship where I can't touch your hair, where your man can't touch your hair? You know what I'm saying? You got so much makeup on, you can't even lean on your man's shoulder because you're going to mess up his white shirt, his white tee, or his, you know, whatever, his black shirt with all that makeup caked on. Do yourself a favor and take care of your natural self. Nobody care about if you wear a little bit of eyeliner, some lip gloss, or whatever the case may be. But y'all going too far with all this makeup, this hair, these eyelashes and nails all over the damn place. That, that a lot of times y'all doing it for yourselves. I understand you're doing it for yourselves, but you're only going to attract a certain kind of guy when you're doing it that way. Now I've seen women get their nails done and they're nice and short or whatever. They not, they just look really nice manicured nails and they take care of their hands and feet, whatever the case. And they're nice. But when you go on, overboard and you looking like freaking Medusa with these long ass nails and they curled all up. Don't nobody want that shit. Don't nobody want that shit. Don't no guy. Ain't no guy telling you that shit is fly. Nobody. Your girls might be telling you it's fly because they care. They crazy. Crazy women stick together. Ain't nobody going to tell your girl. Y'all girls do dumb stuff. Y'all do dumb shit. Seriously. Ain't nobody. Y'all not going to tell each other that shit is corny. That shit is not fly. Y'all always going, oh, that's girl. Listen, if you're in your 40s, 50s, and 60s, you don't need to be doing that dumb shit. Now, if you got a condition where you need to wear a wig, a wig or some weave, by all means, do what you have to do. But guys, listen, I've talked to, I've probably polled many, many, many men, and weave is not the thing. Now, if it looks good, they may say, you know, that's all right. But if you don't maintain it, shit, and that shit looking matted and like you just laid down for three weeks and it looked like you got, you know, a nest brewing on top of your head. That shit is whack. I'm telling you right now. That weave shit is whack. Wearing bonnets to the grocery store. Why would you wear a bonnet to the grocery store? Listen, if you was doing your hair, just throw a hat on. Nice baseball cap. Go to the store. That bonnet shit looks trash. You're not, you, listen, you're not looking to pick nobody up with the bonnet on. And no guy's going to be checking you out with the bonnet on unless, like I said, they don't care. You know, and I'm, I'm trying to tell you like this. The bonnet may give off a certain kind of vibe to certain guys. That bonnet might be, may mean to some guys that she's an easy kill, easy prey. Because you don't care how you look in public. It's just like, whatever, I'm fine, I'm this and that. The guy's always hollering at me. Yeah, the guys that want to tap that ass is hollering at you. I'm just giving you a little insight, ladies. Don't get mad at me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you what guys think when we see you looking a certain way, wearing pajamas and house shoes out to the grocery store. That shit is stupid. And it's the dumbest shit ever. You ain't attracting nobody unless you're attracting the guys that all they want to do is smash. They see you in your pajamas and they know you got low self-esteem or they assume you got low self-esteem. And they're going to, you know, they're going to, you know, approach you anyways. Because they think you're, once again, easy target, easy kill, easy prey. I'm just, Listen, ladies, don't get mad at me. I'm just letting you know from the heart of men from the mind of a man to you ladies, this is how we think. And it, it may not be how I think, but I've talked to enough men to share this info with you. House shoes out. Why would you wear house shoes out to the grocery store? 
If your ass knew you was going to the grocery store, put on a sweatsuit. You know, put on something, put on a T-shirt, put on some shorts, put on some flip-flops. Put on some, and women, you can get away with flip-flops. Guys, on the other hand, I'm going to get to you in a second. Put on some flip-flops, a nice T-shirt or whatever, but make sure you look presentable because if you're in a mode that you're, you know, want to be seen, and you always wonder, I can't attract no good men and this and that. Listen, most men, guys that I know, and I feel that I'm a really good guy, hard worker, you know, about the family life, about all of that stuff. And when I see a certain woman out and about in her sweatsuit, like she just came from the gym or something like that, that's appealing to guys. You know, we talk about this a lot. Me and my boys, we talk about this a lot. That is appealing. When you see somebody who's out and they're dressed nice, they're not overdressed to go shopping. They just dressed to be appealing. Rather than going out with a bonnet in a house, a house coat with some pajamas, house shoes and, and dirty clothes is the worst. And then you get upset with me because I'm telling you that. But like I said, if you're in your 40s and beyond, why would you do that? If you're looking for something different, you need to do differently. Bad makeup, too much makeup, the lashes, all of that stuff, the extension. I told you how I feel about all of that stuff. And guys feel the same. Don't go outside the house looking like Bozo the Clown, Homie the Clown, Pennywise. So when you, re- when you hear me reference Pennywise, that is that clown from It. Just so you know, ladies, if you watch that movie, It, Pennywise is that clown. And a lot of you ladies are out here looking like Pennywise. It's horrible. Horrible looking like trash. Looking like Ronald McDonald, Bozo the Clown, Homie the Clown with those fake eyelashes makeup looking terrible. And you expect to attract somebody decent. Now, like I said, if you're looking to attract that hood guy, that thug guy, and you ain't looking for no real future, because I think at 40 and 50, if you're still in on the market and you're still wanting to be picked up by a good guy, you need to do good guy things. And another thing that I figured out and found out that on the flip side of that, there's a lot of women who refuse to dress down, meaning you feel like you always got to be in high heels. You feel like you always got to be in girly girl mode. Let me tell you something. Most men, and I'm going to break this down on another podcast, but you have the corporate men the white collared men and that's corporate 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 is the white collared guy. The blue collared guy is the hardworking middle-class guy. And then you have the, you know, I'm working at, you know, McDonald's Burger King, whatever, unless you're a manager, but we just talking level, low level jobs and stuff like that. Guys are still trying to do the thing. I'm not taking nothing away from that guy but he's still in a struggle mode. And most women in their 40s and 50s, they're not struggling. So they don't want to be in a relationship where their guy is struggling. So they they tend to gravitate towards the blue collar or the white collar guy. Now, with the white collar guy, just want to break this down just a little bit. The white collar guy is about his business. So you're probably going to be put on the back burner more often than not. Whereas the blue collar guy, he's more likely to be more into you because he's at that point in his life where he can focus his, his job is steady. You know, he's got a career. He's been on his job for 15 years or more. So he's stable, you know, and he's looking for companionship and he wants that companionship. Like I said, white collar guy focused on his business. Money is his driver. Yeah, and he may take care of you and all of that, but you're not getting nothing from that. He may have another one on the side. 
You may be side chick. He may have a whole nother family. You may be side piece. Whereas the blue collar guy, it's a possibility that that can happen. But nine times out of 10, that's not happening with the blue collar guy. The guy that's making minimum wage and stuff like that, he more apt to be looking for the woman to take care of him. And he might not be on a situation or in a situation where he can do all the things he want to do in order to be able to, you know, pay for dates and do all this other stuff. So you have to pick and choose where you at and what kind of guy approaches you. And when he presents himself, if you're willing to do whatever it takes to be with that guy. So I've given you those three classes, white collar, blue collar, and just the minimum wage guy. So you have your choice of how you're going to present yourself. Now, when it comes to the women that's overly dressed, I find that crazy. Me being a stable blue collar guy, you know, steady in my, in my career. Uh, well, in my second career, I'm, I'm already retired once, but I noticed when I deal with women who want to dress up all the time, it's weird to me because I want you to dress down. If I'm dressed down, I want you to be dressed to my level. So if I'm in a nice, comfortable T-shirt, shorts, and sneaks, I want you to be the same way. You don't have to have sneakers on, but be casual. You know, if we walking through the park and you got heels on, that's crazy. Don't nobody want that. I want you to be able to have on some some Converse, which is my favorite shoe of choice, Nikes, whatever, some shoes, some some nice, comfortable walking shoes, and an outfit that is conducive to what we're doing. If we're going out to a club or uh, don't club, but if, if you're that person and you're out going to a lounge or something and you want to dress up a little bit, he dresses up. Y'all look the same. Y'all dress at the same level. Nobody's overdoing the uh, outdressing the other person. Now, like I said, corporate guy might want you to be like that all the time. But if you're not with the corporate mentality and you're trying to find somebody a little bit more stable, you may want to alter the way you dress, alter the way, alter who you are. Like I said, most corporate guys, they're focused on their bottom line, their finances more than anything. Even though they're well off, it's still about that. So they'll stress out. And if they take a hit on the stock market or something like that, you're going to feel it because everything he lives for is that bottom line, that dollar. So if that dollar ain't doing well, guess whose relationship suffers? Yours, ladies. And that's not the case all the time. But we've seen it in movies over and over again. And movies are based on real life and stuff, unless it's science fiction or whatever the case may be. But most movies are based on real life. That's somebody's experience that they're writing about and they translate it to a movie, just so you know. So ladies, appearance, appearance matters. How you talk matters. If you're kind of like attitudeish all the time and you, you know, you saying these tough words and, and it's like, I'm going to be this. I need my man to do this. I need tell that to your girls. Don't tell that to your guy. Now you can in communicating with your guy when he, you're allowing him to be himself and talk first and you find out there's things that you're not cool with the things that he said, you got the upper hand because he said it. And then you can be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Because if you tell him what you want, he's just going to become what you want. Don't tell him what you want. Don't tell him what you, what he can and can't do because he's going to can and can't do that. Remember that ladies, y'all do too much. Y'all be doing the most. Y'all put yourself in situations more than the guy just being an asshole, you know, to you put you in those situations you put yourself in those situations just by t saying too much stop talking too much and stop let, giving these guys the upper hand all right players out here probably hate me saying that but listen it ain't about the players it's about me helping out the ladies all right stop it stop talking too much you know what I'm saying stop being all I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do. Listen, 
He'll do everything you say just to get what he wants. And then when he gets what he wants, he turns to the guy that was like, oh, he wasn't like that at the beginning. You know, of course not. He got what he needed. And once your once you once your expiration date is uh is presented, they say, Oh, it's about to expire. You're out. He's gone. He's not sticking around for that. I'm here to tell you that, ladies. That's how it is. That's how it is. You just don't know it. So what I'm saying, ladies, too much makeup, all that weave. Listen, especially at 40 and 50, take care of your hair. Take care of yourself. Listen, you are not going to be able to love anybody else. Well, ladies, y'all different. Let me stop. Let me stop. Pause, pause, pause. Ladies, you guys are built a lot differently than men. You're able to love others. And even if you're not loving yourself that way, you're able to love others, you know, pretty, pretty efficiently because of that nurturing ability. Guys, we can't do it. If we don't love ourselves, there's no way we're going to be able to love anybody else. Whereas women, y'all have this other, it's that motherly, that otherly motherly thing y'all got going with you. Um, that big nurturing, a part of that nurturing part of you that is a little bit different. Yes, I know I hear ladies say you can't love, if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. That's true to extent, but because you guys are nurturing and a motherly type, y'all have those motherly instincts. Y'all are able to love somebody hard and still at the same time not loving yourself equally. But when you do love yourself equally like you would somebody else, everything is so much better for you. There's no stress. There's no heartbreak when it's over. When your children is crying and stuff like that and you're in a bad state, you're still loving on that child. If you're in a relationship and you're in a bad place and it's due to what your mate did to you, ladies, you're in a bad place. You're definitely in a bad place all the way around because your happiness, your happiness was based on how he was treating you. And if you're upset and you're not loving yourself because he's not loving you the way you need to be loved, but you still want to love him, that's all bad. It's all bad because he's the cause of your pain. And you don't need that. You really don't need that. So I hope y'all take care of that and y'all fix that. You feel me? So, so check this out. I got a segment coming up and I want to talk to you about things that make you think. You feel me? There's things that make you think. And we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things. Ladies, I hope you, the first segment of the show, you hope you got that in. But this segment of the show, just a short little segment. It's just things that make you think. And I want to know how you think about it, ladies. Me and my boys had a lot of conversations about it. So you tell me what you think when I bring up this topic. All right, ladies. So what I'm telling you is. All right, listen up. Before we go any further, I'm going to lay down a few rules. All right. Commandment number one, shut the hell up. And listen to your boy. Now, check this out. Things that make you think. Ladies. Me and the fellas had a conversation a couple days ago. We constantly have this conversation all the time. Now, my question, or one of my boys posed the question that women need to consult with their man when they're choosing the attire they're going to wear for the day. First of all, how do you feel about that? Do you think your man, you should consult your man and be like, is it okay for me to wear this? Or will you just wear certain things because you feel it's comfortable and you feel it's okay? The reason why we had this conversation, you know, I work in an environment where we see 
men and women all day, especially women dressed this hot, this Phoenix, Arizona. It's hot this time of year. People traveling back and forth and they have on any and everything. You got anything from Daisy Duke shorts, the little biker shorts, the yoga pants, tight jeans, uh, the summer dresses, the wind dresses, the loose uh, bell-bottom pants and all of that other good stuff. And some of the stuff can be very revealing with the ass cheeks hanging out or whatever the case may be. Some of the stuff some people don't need to be wearing. I mean, listen, if you think you're sexy and you think you look good in it, I think you might want to consult with a bunch of people just because one person told you was sexy in it doesn't mean you should wear that everywhere you go because that one person telling you is sexy may be either your husband or somebody who tried to get them draws. I'm sorry. That's just the way most of the guys, most of the way the black men, brothers, that's how we thinking out there. Not all of us, but it's a, it's a huge part of a lot of us. So, I just want you to know that that could be a possibility why you're going to wear the thing you want to wear because he said that. But I'm here to tell you, everybody not meant to wear biker shorts, yoga, pants. Um, Nah. Because that shows everything. Now, if you cool with your curves, I don't even want to call them curves. They're not curves. Curves are designed and curves represent the Coke bottle figure. That's curves. Just because you got a big butt and you top heavy, you just in a fuller frame and all that, you're not thick. You could be, you need to lose some weight. You're obese. And, uh, Embrace your curves, that's one thing, but being healthy is another thing. That's the key. Being healthy is one thing. And if you're overweight and obese and in a bigger frame, you're probably not healthy for the most part. And if you don't like me saying that, I'm sorry. I got to be honest. I can't sugarcoat it. But I'm not saying that they're not big, beautiful women out there because there are. There's a bunch of big, beautiful women out there and you got to embrace your sexiness and all that other good stuff in order to feel confident enough to put on some of the stuff you put on. Like I said, some of the stuff y'all put on shouldn't be putting on. Man. But embrace your sexiness. That's all I'm saying. This is my opinion. But do you think it's right for your, for you, do you think your man deserves that ability to tell you whether or not what you have on is appropriate or not? I got a buddy who feels that his mate shouldn't want to wear biker pants and stuff like that. He feels that she's naked for the, she might as well, he might as well, or she might as well just come out the house naked for the man. Cause he's showing, she's showing off all her goods. Listen, it's covered up me personally. It's covered up. If you want to wear yoga pants, cause it's comfortable by all means wear it. I'm not telling you what you can and cannot wear. You should know yourself as a lady what is presentable, or what would make your man feel uncomfortable. Now, I would hope y'all had this conversation long before you decide to put on this stuff. Because if you're in a situation where your guy is telling you what you can and can't do, are you cool with that? That's not the guy for you. Ladies, if you're really submissive and you cool and you understand that I need to value what my man thinks, and I need to listen to his word, by all means, you you that's those are guys you should gravitate towards. We're in our forties and fifties and beyond. 
we should have a voice. We should be able to do what we want to do, but do it in a tasteful, respectful manner. So ladies, ponder that. When you're in your group with your girls or when you're talking to your guy, ask him. Is it possible that he may want you to, when you're getting dressed, he may want you to, you know, come to him and say, hey, babe, do you think it's cool for me to wear this? And if he's not digging it and he says, nah, that's showing too much. And if you have to, if you happen to say, or if you happen to present him with, listen here, babe, I wore this the night you and I met and you thought that was really sexy. And if he says, well, that was then, this is now. You got me. You don't have to keep, you don't have to to continue wearing those same types of outfits because you have me now. And then you can rebut and say, but if it got you then, what's wrong with me wearing it now? Because I still want to seem or feel that same allure that I gave you back then. Now, I want you to look at me the same way now. So I should be able to wear this out. Who cares if everybody else looking? It's about you. You looking at me. You feeling a certain way about me. I'm doing this for you, not nobody else. What do you feel about that? What do you feel about that? I'm Kevin Sugarbear Carter. Talk amongst yourselves. Peace and love. Until the next episode, I'm out. Let's rephrase that. The guy that you want in your life is not going to find you with that moody shit. It's okay to go through your time of the month and all of that. And I think women, if you explain that to the guys when it's that time of the month, how you respond and this and that, instead of just boom, you going through your mood change, that swing and it's like, oh, smack. Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. High. Hello. Listen, guys don't want that crap. We don't want that shit. For real, we don't want it. So check that moody shit at the door. All right? Non-affectionate women. You guys are the worst. You guys are the worst. Now, I've never in my life have encountered any non-affectionate women. Um, and I think I've been lucky, but I've, I hear about it a lot and I'm thinking to myself, why am I hearing about these non-affectionate women? And once again, it's always the protection. If I be affectionate and I show him that I care for him, you know, I'm submitting to him or I'm, you know, showing weakness. Ladies, listen, I'm going to say something and you're going to laugh. And I'm going to talk about this later because it could be a detriment to both men and women. But listen to this real quick. Sugar and spice and everything nice. That's what little girls are made of. I'm quite sure you heard that. If you're in your fit, especially if you're in your late 40s, mid 40s, you have heard that limerick 
or what they call it. Uh, I don't know. I call it a limerick. It's something you learn when you're little. And it once again, pay attention. Sugar and spice and everything nice. That's what little girls are made of. Now, for the guys, it gets worse. They used to say snakes and snails and puppy dog tails. That's what little boys are made of. Now, does that sound nice? Snakes and snails and puppy dog tails. (laughs) That's what little boys are made of. It's funny, but let's get back to the women. When you're being non-affectionate, you're not being, you're not showing that sugar and spice. You're not showing the sugar and spice. You're, that's what you're made of. And it's, it, I mean, as sweet as it sounds and as good as it sounds and how horrible it sounds for guys, it does make sense. Snakes and snails and puppy dog tails. Those are kind of like really rough aggressive things like like oh right there's no affection there's no sugar and spice in a guy we growing up that you got to remember these limericks came back way back way back when so you talking about guys who you know work with their hands all day when when they got home you know from a day's work they felt it you know they needed to soak their feet they needed that back massage they wanted you know peace and quiet wanted some order that's that you gotta you gotta listen you gotta put it in perspective ladies non-affectionate women are not cool women to be with in your 40s and listen dating in your 40s and 50s and beyond listen you have to be affectionate guys want the softness we want the sugar and spice and everything nice and we're not going to give you all the snakes and snails and puppy dog tails because at a certain time in our lives, we change because we've been through some things. I'm not saying all guys either. You know, I'm just from my perspective, from, you know, what I've seen, guys will change in order to, you know, be in a, be in a situation, relationship or whatever you want to call it. That's peaceful. And non-affectionate women, ugh, if I can't cuddle up with you on the couch and you, ugh, I can't. Listen, take your ass back home, buy your ninth cat and your rabbits and your birds and live the rest of your life as the cat lady. Cat woman, rise up. You do that and be alone. Now reciprocating being reciprocal all it all that means is you know what i'm giving you you give me and we're not talking about anything tangible this is intangible things we're talking about the love i give should be the love i receive especially when you at a point in a relationship in your 40s 50s and beyond everything should be reciprocated Fellas, if you're being, if you're being a hard ass and this and that, she's going to be a hard ass too. And y'all need to stop that pursuit of whatever y'all trying to pursue relationship. That's just stop. Because if y'all reciprocating negative energy, that ain't going to work. So what I'm saying, being reciprocal, I mean, give what you get. Get, you'll get what you put out so whatever you give you'll get and i'm not talking about you know putting stuff in the in the universe and if you put negative energy in the universe you're going to get negative energy back i'm not talking about that i am talking about man and woman face to face smiling if i smile you should smile back now if you're not attracted or whatever it's not gonna work anyways you know so it's up to a man or a woman to say, this is not working for me. It was great meeting you and have a nice life. And I hope you find what you you looking for and you have a great, great, great day and bounce. Another thing. 
there are a lot of women in their 40s and 50s that have given up on a possibility of being in a relationship based on all of failed relationships, marriages or whatever, and how they perceive men and the competition of, you know, them looking at men and, and in their mind, they perceive men are looking for younger women. And that's not the case all the time. The men that are chasing the younger women, they'll let you know that that's not who you after. That's not the guys that you want pursuing you. And you can find that out in conversation. I mean, yeah, you know, guys still play games in their 40s and in their 50s. Because we built a certain way. We want to procreate. We we're sexual by nature. That's how we're wired. So when a guy is single and he's been single for a period of time or he's been in a jacked up relationship, he hasn't given up on the idea of relationship. He still wants to be uh, in a situationship where he can do what he wants to do. And there's plenty of women that's out there that's going to allow that. That's not you. You want more. And there are men out there that want just what you want. Like I said, the closer to the grave, a lot of things that we require disappear when we were in our 30s. Just remember that. There's a lot of things. So, ladies, when you've given up on a possibility of a relationship, you are on your way down the catwalk. <laughs> you going to be the cat lady. You going to walk and people going to walk in your house and they're going to be like, baby, you need help. We need to take you to go see somebody. And you're going to be like, no, nah, I'm good. I got my cats. I don't need no man. And they're going to be like, baby, I ain't say nothing about no man. <laughs> you need to seek help. Because you're sitting in the house. You gave up on love. You gave up on all of that. And you feel that all I need is my parrot. All I need is my Siamese twin cats. All I need is little my little Pekingese or my little dogs. But you don't just do one. If y'all did one, I wouldn't be talking about that. Y'all go overboard. Y'all have like freaking Dr. Doolittle up in your crib. Cats and dogs and parrots and you name it. Maybe some ferrets or whatever to occupy your time. Whatever happened to the good book and wine? Let's go back to that, ladies. Let's Listen, if you're going to give up on the possibility of being in a relationship, go ahead and sip your wine and read your book and buy you a toy or something. Don't buy a bunch of damn cats because at least when you're reading a book and drinking wine and got a toy, the possibility of a guy coming in your life is probably there. But when you got a bunch of cats, nah, it's a oh, bet's off. Don't nobody want to go in your pissy ass house. Don't nobody want to do that. I'm serious. And like I said, ladies, listen, men play games. Younger women make it hard for the older women because younger women throw themselves at these older guys and older guys feel like when they got these, they're attracting these younger women that they still got it. It ain't that they still got it. These women trying to, you know, make you the sugar daddy. You know, they ain't got no ambition. Like, think, think about it, ladies. You meet a guy in his 40s who haven't accomplished anything. Do you want to be with that guy? Think about it. Do you want to be supporting a guy who has nothing your job is not to build up that that particular man because all he's trying to do is have take the easy road to, you know, comfort in your crib, but he's still going to be doing the same dumb shit out there when y'all not, when you at work and stuff like that and he home and ain't working, got no ambition, he's going to be out there doing this thing. So just because a guy looks good, he's charismatic and he carries himself a certain way, 
he ain't got nothing going for him or he hasn't established himself as, you know, being a viable citizen in this community or just being a person who accomplished some things. You don't have to have guys. I'm not saying you have to have accomplished college degrees, but have some work history. Have 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 a sense of accomplishment, something that you accomplished and that you're still doing, because unless you're retired at 40, you need to still be working. You know what I'm saying? Unless you had a career where at 40 you did your 20 years and now you get in a pension and you live in your life, you got your house and all of that. You got your stuff together. If you got that, that's different. But if you can't can't attest or can't attach your name to any of those. You got some work to do. And ladies, you should not be gravitating towards those guys because, oh, I can build them up. I can fix them. Stop it. Like I said before, you can't create the guy you want from a guy who ain't that. If that's not who he wants to be, he's not going to be that. So stop doing it. You feel me? Stop doing it. I think that's going to wrap it up. All right. That's going to wrap it up, ladies, gentlemen. Um, I've been talking way too damn long. I know you're getting sick and tired of hearing my voice. No, you're not. You're going to hear me. Oh, check this out. Um, I think I'm going to start me a live streaming channel. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do it on. Uh, I might do it on OBS. Um, I'll explain to that later. I might do it on Twitch. I might also do it on YouTube, but it may be just one once a week. And it probably just going to be like a 15 minute me being in my studio, kind of like what I'm doing now on podcasting, but you'll be able to see me cause I'm going to do it live. I'm going to stream it live for about 15 minutes. I'll pick a day once a week. If y'all want to see what sugar bear looks like, how he's, how he's, uh, doing his thing in the studio or whatever the case may be, you can do that. Other than that, I'm out. So make sure you subscribe to my podcast. You listen to all my different podcasts. I'm going to keep doing some more and more. I've been taking like long hiatuses and stuff like that. And I don't know. It's procrastination. Charge it to the heart. Charge it to the heart because it is me. It's me. Don't charge it to the game. I charge it to the heart because I've been slipping. But I'm back, y'all. This is your boy, Kevin Sugar Bear Carter. It's what the hell you what the hell is he talking about? And I'm out. <laughs>